Hello and welcome to Wives and Weirdos, a D&D podcast set in the world of Fiello. I am your dungeon master, Darby. I'm Eddie and I play Anya. I'm Laura and I play Bertie. I'm Jake and I play Newman. I'm Johanna and I play Rook. I'm Mitch and I play Kayas. And I'm Zoe and I play Ross. Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, uh, the party took a few days um, from a personal standpoint while also kind of sending others off to to do some work. Uh, There's also quite a bit of uh, interpersonal stuff as well uh, between Bertie's uh, transformation to his summer season um, and Anya and co talking with Yadel about the way forward. Um, and Newman and Sam carousing and performing for the tavern. Um, but we also had our first, uh, intrigue, our first four rounds, I believe, of, uh, of domain turns. Um, so the part, yeah. So, uh, the party are kind of up with those domain turns on, um, on their communications in particular, uh, as well as just, just some information and resources and the like. Um, although resources, not so much mechanically, but eh, there's still time. There's still time. So, uh, as we come into, I believe it is 20 days before the deadline that you were given, what would folks like to do? And if there's anything you want to jump back over the course of the past four days of intrigue that we kind of breezed over as domain turns, feel free to cover that as well, but... Yes. Um, you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is a little involved, so I'll just say what it is and then we'll see who's we do first. Uh, Ross actually needs to go and buy some spell components at some point, but they're probably going to be a little tricky to find in New Arcadia, and she would also ask Newman to come with her and suggest they both disguise themselves finally as like a set of twins <laughs> not twin tieflings unfortunately but just to look like siblings uh and then go out and uh, go shopping for spell components um while i search for my uh notes on prices here uh anya what are you um, I was mostly me, not Anya, um, just going to suggest that we could perhaps just have a morning meeting scene to touch base on the things that we'd done and sort of start prepping to hit our next target. But that can very much sort of wait until after the um, the little ross newman moment as i can imagine that that probably happened during the days that we were doing intrigue work yeah the 
Welcome to 10 minutes of a shopping app, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to try and make it quick. Right. So yeah, Ross would talk to... Uh, Ross would let Newman pick what they look like. Uh, Let's since go. they both have disguise self. So... He does have disguise self as a spell as well, which I believe has to be somewhat similar to his. Within a foot. Within a foot. Um, so he would go. He definitely make himself look shorter. Uh, is it? Yeah, definitely not a. I, I don't know. I don't want to say he. He probably don't doesn't want to look like a Tabaxi because that's super sus. So maybe just like a very tall. Um, let's go. Ooh, Earth Ganassi. Ooh. How does that fit, Darby? Um, they're not particularly common, but you do know that there 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 was a. Um, you you faced a representative of the Wizards of the Ruins who was an Earth Ganassi, so you are aware that they do. Exist a bold among man. Their, yeah. You know they exist amongst their ranks. Alright. Um, and how much does Newman know about Earth Ganassis, actually? He's going to think about this. We're in a very... We're in enemy territory. He wants yeah. to disguise himself as something he's well aware of. Roll me a history check. I will do that, Darby. In just a short while, whilst it's all loading up. But can we just for the like just for the sake of time, can we just say I rolled a natural twenty? Uh, just no. hypothetically. Alright. <laughs> Worth a shot. Just okay, here we go. History? Yeah. Cool. So I would like a, oh so close to a natural twenty. Uh twenty-two. Okay, so twenty-two. Um so you you know a decent amount of um of Ganassi, um, Ganassi or uh, or Alistar, as they are sometimes known, uh, come from areas of elemental power. Um, they are not so much a race, although or an ancestry, but there are there are some who kind of have this genetic line. Um, much like that um, and might be descended from earth elementals but it tends to be that someone will be um, influenced um, as as part of uh, a planar conflux um, and they will become an earth ganasi uh, or an earth uh, earth touched elastar um as it's often more academically known. Um, so they they are they're typically resistant to poison, uh, or sometimes resistant to poison, and have some sort of uh, ability occasionally to burrow through the earth. Um, although, of course, this does vary from like. How much this planar energy has influenced the the physical form? Um, they are typically grey or um, 
or brown or orange in skin tone, um, very earthen colours. Um, and while they don't look like their skin is rock, it is it does have a rough look and texture to it, more so than um, other ancestries like human and elf and the like. Cool. Yeah, we're going with that. I'm, I'm happy with that. Okay. Cool. So whatever kind of Earth Janasi Newman makes himself look like, Ross will make herself look like that Janasi's twin sister. Okay. Um, and then we'll probably ask uh, the bartender or some such for directions to the uh, component shop that would sell diamonds and then would uh, head out with Newman. Alright. So, in order to find a location that is going to have because uh, you've sent me the, uh, the value of diamonds that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, or at the very least, uh, alternatively, spell scrolls that you want. Yep. Um, those are hard to find at the best of times. Um, so I'm going to need you to roll me. I think because you are, because of the disguise, you can choose to either roll me an investigation or a persuasion check as you okay. kind of ask around for, for asking the bartender to kind of point you in the right direction. Um, I'll give you advantage well, I mean, on that. Oh, cool. I was going to say, if you weren't going to give me advantage, I would have used lucky on my inspiration. Uh, oh, wait, no. I'll you, use both my use, critical roll dice. Just, just a reminder, you can use lucky after you've rolled, even on, inspir- even on advantage or disadvantage. Okay. I would like to use that, please. I'm using one of my charges of lucky. Okay. Oh, that was a six and a one. That's better. That is a 18 on the dice. So if I use persu- it was persuasion or investigation? Uh, yeah. yeah persuasion, which makes it 30. Oh, okay. So, um, what kind of, describe, describe to me, are, are you trying to disguise yourself as a commoner or a, um, magister of some sort or? Ooh, ooh, I've been waiting to do this. She would have disguised herself to look like, well, again, she and Newman look like twins. She would have told Newman he can dress however he wants. She would have made herself look like the frazzled receptionist of one of the magisters. Like someone whose job it is to acquire components and organize meetings and stuff like that. Okay. You know, that kind of thing. Okay. I'm assuming the wizards have receptionists. <laughs> They're academics. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, based on that, so you, you're able to manage, uh, to finagle your way into one of the, the, uh, higher brow, um, I guess, uh, magic shops. 
and component shops in the city, which is in the, uh, let me double check if I have the name of district here um, in one of my documents. Um, but it is, uh, so it is in the Questo Indigo. Um, so, home to a great number of libraries, museums, archives, as well as some, uh, as, as it kind of edges into the Empyrean Bazaar, there are some very high-end, uh, stores. And you, you walk into one that is, uh, uh, Besto de Questo, uh, Besto de Questo. Yes. Um, and you walk in and it is uh, it is run by you walk, you walk in and you see behind the counter this figure who you cannot make out much about them at all uh, for they are just draped in this dark musty cloak. is uh, Jaria, and uh, I am so sorry. Uh, this is my brother. Arlathan. Arlathan. And uh, we are, I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm in such a state. Um, and she like scurries into the shop, like dragging uh, Arlathan behind her. And she's like, um, I, I was recommended this place, I'm on a, uh, I need to acquire some diamonds. Ah, uh, yes. What is your purpose? Well, it's not really my purpose. It's uh, it's my boss's purpose, but uh, I'm requiring uh, two diamonds necessary for true resurrection. And who was your employer again? Sorry, one second. I have forgotten all of their names. Now you can choose one of the Dread Magisters, or you can choose a like some other high-ranking Magister's name. If you choose one of the other high-ranking Magister's names, I, based on intel that you have all gathered, I will allow you to make it up, and based on the results of your deception roll, we will see whether that rings true or not. Okay. I am here on behalf of Magister uh, Mercea. And Romeo. Uh, Matthias Mercea. Uh, deception? Yes, please. Um, I would like I, to use another charge of lucky. <laughs> I just realized what you did in writing that down. <laughs> God damn it. Matthias Messiah, I don't, I don't know what you mean. A deception? Yes. 23. Okay. So, I'm going to roll an insight for them. 
they they give you a kind of cock actually no you can't see their expression uh, because it's covered in this hood um, Newman you do notice that actually Ross you, God, you, you everyone has insane passive perceptions in this in this campaign I took something to make it better yeah so. um, but yes uh, you both noticed that that the hands of this of this being are, are small and clawed much smaller than you would expect for a creature of this stature for a being of this stature um and they they say to you uh, well i'm just not aware that uh matthias was working on such a thing but that is what they request look but I should have one such diamond in my stores. Oh, fantastic. You're a real life saver. They are. <laughs> Literally and metaphorically. <laughs> they are at a premium at the moment. Of course. Well, you know, no expense spared for Messiah. Of course. They are currently running at a premium of uh, 35,000 gold. Or, if you would uh, like it already in the scroll, then it could be organized for 50,000 gold. Um, can Newman do an appraisal on the price of a diamond? You can. Um, you know you know this is a diamond that is like street value of 25,000 gold. Um, so it'd be more so to see that you weren't being like sold something that will conk out essentially on the spell. Um, this is this is a markup that uh that comes that that uh, that the proprietor has based on their premium spot in the city. Um. Yeah, Newman gives a nod. Um. Is Ross reciprocating? Yeah, Ross is like she looks to Newman, and her eyes are a little bit like what the fuck, but. She's just smiling, and she looks back, and she's like, she's like, fantastic. Well, I will take that one. Uh, do you, uh, a fine proprietor such as yourself, surely, are you aware if there is anywhere else in town that will sell a second one of these? Matthias is truly set his heart on two. Diamonds of this value don't just come around every day, darling. Of course, I just thought I'd check for, you know, for, you know, Magister Messiah's face. Um, okay, can, can, can Newman do something now? Um, Mm -hmm. so after hearing that, um, it's probably time to share how Newman looks. So whilst Ross might have gone 
like the the like the PA the the receptionist sort of style. Uh, Newman has gone like the the muscle DC worker, uh, <laughs> distribution center worker. So he's quite he's quite um, toned, quite um, defined in the body, and he will come up and he will be like. <clears throat> uh, as you probably know, we are Earth Ganassi. We are very in touch with the Earth, and I think I know a good diamond when I see it. Can I please inspect the goods? If this is the only one we can get today, I don't believe Masaya will be happy. So I need to make sure that this is at least a good quality diamond if we cannot find any others. Roll me a... This, this could apply to... This could be any... Any charisma proficiency, basically, could apply here. Um, I think... Roll me an intimidation. That's the worst one you could have said. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done so much better in any other one. Uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. I'll... Hey? Uh, I believe I said my name was... Jania <laughs> would be like well I have to agree with my brother here let him appraise the diamond he is very good at his work and you have bardic inspiration I'll take it thank you so the role was quite bleak um, let's see how we go with our bardic inspiration that's a d12 yeah yes plus two plus two um uh, oh that's a 12 that's nice um so 12 8 so that's 20 and then Newman will use um his ability on top of that um to bring it to a 27 okay of course of course um they they uh uh, proper the diamond forward, holding tightly to it, but allowing you to see it. Cool. Um, Newman will actually inspect it as well, being very careful to be, like, he knows the limits of disguised person, um, so he's going to be careful not to, like, touch them or anything like that, mm. or, um, do anything that might be suspicious. So he will be inspecting the diamond to see if it is actually worth the amount that they're asking for. He understands that the extra premium on top is like a, you probably have that money anyways. It's a feel good, you know it's a good diamond, but he wants to make sure. And this is more so an intimidation act to make sure that this is only the diamond, the only diamond they have. I, I was going to ask you to roll an <laughs> investigation check, but then I saw what your investigation bonus is. Hey, you can't is. do that. That's against the rules. <laughs> And it's like, don't even bother with the roll. Yeah, okay. this is definitely this is definitely worth enough for a true resurrection. Cool. And Newman will then look up and say, "Are you sure this is the only diamond you have, and that you have not heard of any other diamonds like it nearby?" None of this value, I am afraid. And what was your name again? I didn't give it. May I ask it? May. May I ask of your name? You may. 
Did I not say that we were in a bit of a hurry? You did. Your name, please. You may. That is your name. I get it now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Not all Ross... of us sitting here like, how long is this going to go on for? <laughs> Ross watches this like the world's worst tennis match, realizes what is happening here, and goes, Well, shopkeeper, you may. Thank you so much. I will be sure to pass on to Magister Matthias Messiah that you have helped us so gratefully in this time. Boss, is there anything else I can help you with while you are here? Uh, not as far as components go. Uh, I will get started on that gold for you. And as she starts counting out like her gold, no platinum and all that stuff, she is almost casually kind of going to like pretend to like smooth down her hair as if she's like just, you know, de like finally broken through the stress of her rough office day. And she is just going to go, did you hear about that terrible thing that happened in the wilds? What thing in the wilds? Did you not hear? I did not. It is, spread it is spreading all through the Magister offices. Apparently, those great, um, well, great is a strong word. Those are Knights of the Seven from Dorum, killed in a massacre. Roll me a deception check. Absolutely! <laughs> Uh, do I take, uh, um, um, this isn't a lie directly pertaining to pretending to be someone else. No. Okay, 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 deception. 27. Okay. That is interesting to hear. Yes, no one knows how, just apparently, uh, an apprentice of Vile Blight the Undying found their corpses. You know which one? The apprentice or the corpses? The apprentice. Ooh. Ross would remember the name. Zoe's struggling. Hold on. Uh, something that Bo. Bo. Burnham? Bor borax? Uh, borax Terica. Tarika, that's it? Ah, interesting. Interesting. Yes, of course none of us have seen the corpses, but, you know, quite riveting if that has happened, isn't it? Indeed it is. Yes. The meddling can get annoying at times, so it's good mm. to know that it isn't here. <laughs> here they had a great deal many treasures upon them. Yes, well... It's no accounting for the actual quality of hero, is there? There is your dime. And there is your money. Thank you. Matthias thanks you once again. She puts it in a little bag. 
and looks to see if Newman has anything else to say before we leave. Um, Newman will wait for him to place on the desk, take it, if it wasn't already taken by Ross, and um, put it safely somewhere in a bag of holding or something like that. And then we'll go, um, have a great day, you may. Farewell. Farewell. And as you leave, Newman, you, you could almost swear that you hear the sound of bickering between multiple figures as you depart. It's cobalt in a trench coat. They're spreading the word. Yes, well, what else is word for if not to be spread? Very clever. <laughs> so was that all you were looking for? That is, in fact, all I was looking for. Oh. I will now remove 35,000 <laughs> gold from my inventory. Yeah, uh, true resurrection ain't cheap. Yes. Um, so, uh, you all gather together uh, in the tavern front. Um, to, I guess, have your meeting, your discussion. Um, okay. Um, so Anya, uh, she kind of, I guess she sits down, um, and you might notice uh, she looks a little bit more comfortable um, than she has been over the past little bit. Um, but she also, um, there's something different in the way that she's moving um, once again to what it was before. Um, and she sits down and she's like, okay, um, we've formulated some things. Yes. And I know that we don't want to rush anything, but I think we should start thinking about, or talking about, rather, striking and our next move. I think that's a good idea. Okay. I think we've built towards it, why not do it? When, um, when shall we strike? Do we need more time? I do not, but, uh, anyone else needs to get any last minute things together? The wizards haven't... I believe I'm ready. Just, uh, I just think um, perhaps 
do we have any other things that we want to do in the city? Perhaps more influence, perhaps more missions, maybe? I don't know. Or perhaps we could schedule them for our absence because I feel like once we start this, it's a domino effect and we can't really take a breather in between. If, if all goes well, I think that we have allies here. And a safe place, at the very least. But Newman, if you think we should spend more time I'll be honest, I... Waiting can be difficult for me. Um, And I worry that if we... If we don't act soon... All that we are doing might be for naught. I'm sure our friends here can do things in our absence, so um, I'm pretty sure you're all aware how much I want this, how badly I want this, and yeah, the quicker we do it, the better. Just if there is anything else that anyone would like to do, this is probably the best time to do it, because let's say, for example, we do some sabotage, uh, we kill a Grand Magister, it's not going to take long for them to notice and things will get harder, and they will look for us. I think any amount of time we wait, things will also get harder. The time we spend doing small things while worthy and while helps, our enemies are also doing the same. I am ready, and if you are all ready. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Um, Newman's looking at like how Birdie is looking before he goes to do what he's doing. Uh, Birdie's been quite like, um, he w- when, when he would have been notified to come downstairs and have the meeting and stuff like that, he's just very like uh very upright uh, but also very closed in on himself and he'd be just sitting at the table like very like seriously um um but he's just been mostly quiet um and he just nods like yeah no i'm ready if we um, think there's time to start deciding what we're gonna do then we should start doing that so we like are you separated from the group or are we all chilling around that table I presume we're all sitting around at a table, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'd say uh, that's how I pictured it, is that we were all like sitting there. Sam as well. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, so Newman's going to do something really lame and he's going to put his hand in the middle of the table, arms really <laughs> outstretched, but he's also going to bring his other hand in with 
um, <laughs> with only two fingers raised. So he's essentially doing this and putting it in. <laughs> Ross will do the same thing with the two fingers as well. So for those of you who can't see, he's essentially got seven fingers. Yes. <laughs> That's very cute. <laughs> and he is like looking at Anya and Birdie with the widest, cutest eyes you have ever seen in your life, waiting and calling for action. <laughs> Ross is glaring at Sam, daring him to not do it. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> it's so funny. Yes, Sam places his hands in. <laughs> Incredible. Bertie will eventually, like, <laughs> look at them and then kind of quirk a grin and then just, like, shake his head a bit, like he's kind of snapping himself out of something. They're like, okay, okay, you're all pretty convincing. And then he'll make the same little hand gesture in the little hand pile, the seven-finger pile. <laughs> um... Once this all happens, um, Newman, you're probably looking around wondering why Anya isn't putting her hands in. I think I have a good idea. And you catch a little glint of something around her neck and you notice yeah. that the contacts are placed back in their little little glass vial. Uh, so maybe just goes... All <coughs> gone very quiet. Uh, Anya? Should I be nervous? Now, I need you to do something for me. And you need to do it quick because it's getting awkward very quickly. I need you to fully outstretch your palm into the middle of the table and then grab uh, another fully outstretched palm, but only raise two fingers, put it on top of the palm and put it on the pile of seven fingers hands in the middle of the table. Newman, if this is a prank and there's mayonnaise involved, I am, we are no longer friends. If, they, if Newman had a spare hand, he would do like the, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> His yeah, tail flares under his breath. <laughs> yeah. uh, and she she does the same and does the little weird little seven thing. Awesome. Uh, and then Newman will raise his two hands, fully outstretch them in the air, and be like, okay, guys, let's do this. Go, team! <laughs> cool. What are we doing? Where are we going? You guys have been collecting information. I've been training. Where I, are we going? I believe um, Zelix's lair will be the, the easiest to um, to undertake without uh, the support of That's right. Before we decided on um, the last mission we did, you guys were calling it the Meat Dungeon. Excellent. Uh, cool. <clears throat> yes. A bit of yeah. an unfortunate name, but in my personal opinion, for me, uh, it's one of the biggest threats personally I see um, mm. and more of the you know one of the more achievable ones it is a, yeah um, if our intel is correct it is basically a uh, a crashed nautiloid um, ship that houses a corrupted uh, mind flayer colony 
Okay, cool. I have uh, never met a mind flayer. What are they like? Uh, I don't think I've ever sold anything to one so far. No, they don't <laughs> tend to come to the surface often. They are horrid creatures um, with immense psychic power uh, and a taste for brains. Well, at and least I'll be safe, I'm... so that's great. Oh. <laughs> can, um, can I roll something to see if Anya has, like, fought mind flayers before? Sure. She's lived uh, a while. <laughs> probably, uh... I'll give you a choice between an arcana and a history check. Hmm. Well, they're both the same, so... Uh... Ooh, that's an 11. <laughs> an 11. Uh, you have not personally, you've heard stories from people claiming to have uh, fought Mind Flayers um, and have heard rumours of, like, and tales of strange brain-like pets that they supposedly have. Um... I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, previous campaign around about the time when Anya suffered the trauma, I believe in that very battle, I believe that party did experience Illithids as well, that, at least one. Yes. Not during um, that battle, but yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like, during oh, that battle, okay. no. Cool. I, that's why I asked, because yeah. um, mm. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> I was just thinking, they were there, I think. TPK, TPK. Yeah. Anyway, um, cool. Uh, Anya's like, okay, well, we should speak to Yadel and tell her of our plans and see if they can offer any more insight into the lair. Tomorrow? Is tomorrow too soon? But he kind of like looks down um, at where he's kind of like withdrawn his hands so that he kind of just laced at the table for like a moment and it's like, yeah, no, tomorrow's fine. I'll be good. I'll be ready then. Tomorrow works for me. Perfectly. Tomorrow works as, as... for me. As long as we're sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, while you're all here, um, uh, before we uh, discuss anything else, um, and Bertie will uh, reach into, uh, he's got like a little bag, I guess, and he will pull out his new spell book, which I imagine he would have spent some time uh, praying and resummoning but this one's from Fethus directly, so what would it look like, Darby? Um, so, I, I imagine probably a lot more kind of subtle um, in design, though with um, a small gem probably at, in embedded into the centre of the front cover, um, reminiscent of the Shadow Seal Shard, so a, a ah, deep, yes. dark, um, grey-purple colour. Um, 
the the edges of the pages are probably similar to the previous one, gilded black, but this time it's mm. more of a jet black than the kind of ashen burnt look of the Zorthantara tome. Excellent. Um, and Andy would again get that kind of flash of that new magic that Bertie has around him. Um, uh, <laughs> instead of the visual of it, <laughs> as uh, Bertie funks it down the table. And he's like, um, uh, nearly a year ago, um, I got your, you all to uh, sign your names in my book. Um, and my book got destroyed when the thing happened recently. So I need you guys to, uh, to sign it again. It's, uh, it's a protective magic thing, so it'll be good um yes <laughs> he uh procures a quill that has ink but it is pink of course anya sighs heavily but you can sort of tell that it's um not like a real lamenting sigh that she does this heavy sigh and she's Bertie, I put them, I put them in the jar an hour ago. Sorry, I sure probably should have waited. I've been pretty busy. <laughs> uh, that's okay. It, do- it doesn't really need to be perfect writing. Um, and he will carefully. I would have um, liked to have written it perfect, though. <laughs> just, just once. Next spell book, okay? Next book, yeah. Next book, and he'll carefully um, guide it to her. Yeah, Anya reaches out for the quill and scribbles <laughs> her signature, Excellent. which her handwriting, um, I imagine her handwriting to actually be very similar to mine, um, which I would not say of any other characters of mine, so because I have very scratchy handwriting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Excellent. Um, fantastic. And then Buddy will pass it to the next person that he's interested and get them to sign it. Until yep. All three of them, and I guess including Sam, has signed it. Yeah. So I yeah. guess people do that. Cool. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was just going to ask how much page space is there? <laughs> Um, Human just goes ahead and writes a novel <laughs> through the spell book and you need a new one. Like, was a whole page dedicated to it or just, like, around, like, the the title page? Or, uh, yeah, what, what does it look oh, like? Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's probably, it's, it's a blank page. <laughs> it's a blank page? Yeah, cool, okay. So, and it's a quill and ink, was it? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, cool. So, I'm not sure if you remember how Newman sometimes signs things, um, but oh, yeah. he writes his name and then he like tips a fair bit of, well, not a fair bit, but a little bit of ink out onto his palm and presses it in to give a little bit of a paw print, um, which his hand is quite large. It takes up half the page. <laughs> <laughs> That's so um, cute. But he makes sure there's enough room for Sam, who I'm guessing is coming after him. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's is just as, as 
as big or as small as it needs to be and and neat. Excellent. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Ross also would have signed it and just and once again it would have been Rabari. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Um, Newman will go clean up. <laughs> He's made a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, and Bernie will bring it back. He nobly does not sign it; it's just their names, and he kind of just like looks at the page and has a very strange but also very understandable look on his face um, before he blows on to make sure the ink's dry, and then um, closes it and puts it back in his bag. He's like, "Cool, okay, this is just a good safeguard, so should be all right." Um, cool, if we're um. We'll set up tomorrow, then I will, um, I will go upstairs. Um, I've got stuff to prep. Um, Dawn? Dawn. Dawn. Ravari, will you come with me to inform Yadel? Absolutely. Um, is there anything in particular you wanted to ask Yadel? Uh... I, I don't know if Zoe has anything. There wasn't anything particular that Anya would ask that necessarily needs to be RP'd other than um, do you have any more intel than what we already know? Um, does any of your people have experience with mind flayers what are mind flayers like yeah so she <laughs> what pos- should we be aware of yeah so <laughs> that she sort of thing yeah so she would tell you um there's a little been a little bit of experience with mind flayers um not a great amount but they do have some intel uh basically be very careful uh don't go prodding random brains um and if you can avoid uh, getting your head in their tentacles, then the better. Um, oh, and watch out for uh, watch out for for squids. Those uh, those can get in uh, get inside of you and potentially begin a process known as ceramorphosis. Which right. turns you, which is how new mind flayers are made. <sighs> Ravari, are we sure that we don't just want to um, give up on your home? <laughs> um, I'm joking. And that and, was a joke. I don't, I don't. It was a bad one. And I'm sorry. To that. <laughs> To that matter, she all she would also uh, give you five sets of like like goggles or visors that you can use to basically seal off your eyes. Is, Is this a way to for like place? a sight thing, or no? This is to protect you from the squids. There are other orifices 
Do they only go through the eyes? They tend to go through the eyes because it is a, gives a direct path to the brain through the ocular nerve. You think that the nose would be just as... They don't seem very smart, is all I'm saying. Ross looks like, queasy. <laughs> it's... it's. I mean, you can block your nose as well, but... It's a lot easier to seal off the eyes without uh, suffocation. I can breathe through my mouth. I believe most of the party can. Uh, uh, no, that's, we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll take the goggles, it's, thank you, thank you, Yadel. <laughs> uh, just before we go, um, let's say, hypothetically, we get our oh, human. <laughs> um, this whole time he's been like just sitting in the back but then once everyone was like sealing off eyes and stuff and he's like uh is there a way to reverse that process because that sounds bad um none that we know of beyond the magic of a wish um okay um food uh food lot knowledge now um uh squid do they like salt they taste good with salt yes but do they like salt does it burn them they're not, that's not a food not, knowledge that's an animal knowledge. they're not they're not literal they're not literal squids i'm imagining or them like slugs i'll be completely honest and um uh, i'm thinking maybe salt if we just like cover ourselves in salt maybe that'll be a deterrent You mean like how you would deter ghosts? No, no, no. These things are, as far as I'm aware, are very real. Uh, No, no, I know. It's. And I'm hoping they will not want to go into your eyeballs if they're burning all over. That's certainly an option. But we shall also take the goggles. Oh, we're taking the goggles, absolutely. But I don't want to just rely on the goggles, you know? Exactly. I'm not sure about you, but that's not how I want to go. Um, No, not at all. But uh, I shall. Uh, You know, you can all keep discussing uh, how to salt yourselves. I'm going to go hand these out to the rest of the group. And then Ross is going to go and... uh, give a set of goggles to Samuel and I'm assuming at this point Birdie's probably gone up to his room? Yeah, he would have. Yeah, okay. Then Ross would go up to do... Yes, Ross would uh, go up to Bertie's room and she would uh... Bertie? Uh, Bertie uh, will... You can't feel like uh, sounds like standing up quickly and then pattering over. <laughs> Surprise, it's Bertie! <laughs> he opens the door. Just pokes his head out curiously like, oh, um, sorry, did I leave too early? 
Oh, no, 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 no. Um, in talking to Yadel, we got more information about the Mind Flayers. I just yeah. thought I'd uh, impart it to you. Um, don't go poking any brains. Uh, keep mm-hmm. your head out of tentacles. Watch out for the squids because they will... Uh, watch out for the squids because they will turn you into mind flayers uh, we have okay. special goggles so the squids don't attempt to come in through our eyes because uh, they do that uh, Newman they just Anya, like eyes or is it any orifice uh, Newman and Anya are currently working that out and also whether or not we should uh, salt brine ourselves basically before we go into battle okay yep mm-hmm so I just thought I'd drop those off for you. Uh, make sure you have them and have all the info. Cool. Crawling through your eyes. Excellent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, he takes the gloves off for us. Like, cool. All right. I'll prepare myself for that then, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Okay. This will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Turn. Mm. Also, I'm really sorry for being weird. And then she starts to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. It's like, um, no, no problem. Sorry, I'm very weird at the moment too. Cool. Good. So if we're I both... will be honest, I feel uncomfortable talking about dying because that fucked you up for a long time. That's something that you still get teary about when we have drinking parties. So I don't want to bring it up to you. Nothing personal. It's similar to me not wanting to talk about uh, my partner not being here right now, to Anya. Um, I just know what is hard for people, so I don't want to make it hard for them. That's not something that's bad. I'm not bottling it up. I just don't want to raise it to people who are still fucked up about it. <laughs> um... So yeah, cool. (laughs) That's incredibly, overwhelmingly kind of you. Mm. Just sorry, I um, was really weird that first day and didn't help. But uh, thank you. It's fine. It's okay. And and, um, if you want to talk about things that aren't that, my door's always open anyway. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> it'll be fine. <sighs> yeah. yeah. It's it'll be okay. Sorry I've been weird. I just if... I retreat into myself when stuff goes bad. I do that with Caius, so you know, I do that with everything. But Hey. It's been weird. If anyone gets it. It's me, I guess. <laughs> That's <laughs> It's true. <laughs> and again, yes, yeah, some of the stuff that happened I can't talk about. It was, well, I wasn't there when that happened to you, but it was different, I think, to me. So, yeah, something I don't want to really think about at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, no, things will be good. Um, if you yeah. want to talk about something else at some point, let me know. But um, otherwise, I'll, I'll be doing some training. I'm going to be ready this time. Yeah. My same to you. Yeah. And and uh, if you want any extra help, I've got some stuff that can uh, 
give you an edge. Right before yeah. we go in. So. Well, I mean, if you want to give me some any kind of booze, I'd be very happy for. I've been kind of throwing myself <laughs> into all this. That always takes the edge off. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it'll. It's good. It's fine. It's not weird. It's just how it is for all of us at the moment. But it'll be okay. I'll keep you all yeah. safe. And we'll keep you safe. That's what we do. Yeah. And of she. Course. She reaches out and like pats his shoulder and just like gives the little squeeze and then like has a weird little look on her face and just goes, Can I hug you? <laughs> oh he um he's like ears kind of flick back a bit and then flick up and then like um he looks down the ground for her and he's like, Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Good. And she gives him a big squishy hug. Aww. <laughs> uh, and he kind of does the one where you like lean that a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like leans a cheek on his head a bit and like pats his hair a bit. He does like one of those little like <gasps> like when you're trying to like um hold like you're about to cry and you hold that in again. And then just kind of like breathes in deep like and then like then he does reciprocate the hug. Um and then he will detangle himself. Yep. Well, once more into the breach, eh? Yeah. I'll um. Yeah. I'll see you in the morning. I guess. See you in the. I'll see you in the morning. Red suits you, by the way. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, Betty flushes red. Um, <laughs> and then um, whatever nods a bit like, yeah, I'm getting used to it be fine this is normal for Ladrin, so it'll be good <laughs> I, don't yeah. think it I think it does to be kind of <laughs> so uh yeah. we'll see been blue for a year so uh now it's time for a change i guess <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah after all having a drastic hair dye is always a good way of dealing with anything so i suppose <laughs> <laughs> There we I go. Mean, depending on how this mission goes, celebratory hair dye party. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think I need a different tone of pink now. It's like, I assuming I still can dye pink properly. It's not going to bleach out like the other <laughs> one I did. So you know, but yeah, absolutely. We can all dye here. It'll be great. I think Nimi would yeah. look great with like a streak of blue in his fur or something like that. You know? Oh, yeah, he'd look so good with a streak of blue. Yeah. I've been thinking black. Black. Maybe. That'd be interesting. Half Does Yamar have black hair? Dark purple. <laughs> Dark purple. Yeah, well, there you go. Black's nice. Would look pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I wonder if we could get Arnie to do I wonder what color Arnie would would, um, would approve of. Ooh. You're acting like Anya doesn't have dip dyed green hair. <laughs> She's, already <laughs> She's already had the trauma, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like. Yeah, well, she's probably already sold on green, but who knows? Maybe, I don't know, bubblegum pink would look quite nice. <laughs> Maybe one red braid. Oh, absolutely, because I've, I've got to check in on her about Rook, actually. But that yeah. would match, wouldn't it? Hmm? Hmm? 
Oh, sorry, I'm being silly. Well, then you'll have to see if you can get, get Sam to die. He's here too. It'll be great. We can all have some <laughs> horrible. We survived not having our orifices invaded by squids. Um, party. It'll be great. Mm. Honestly, uh, if there's any reason to dye your hair, it's not getting invaded by a squid. Uh, <laughs> this is true. This is yeah. true. Boy, uh, uh, I am. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. It'll be good. Um, yeah. I'll uh, make sure someone brings you up lunch later. But I'll um. Yeah, that'd be nice. I've, I've good luck with your training. More training to do. Yeah. I gotta be good at this. So. Good luck with it. Thank you. Uh, good luck with whatever you're doing. Not talking to Sam, of course. Yes. <sighs> Maybe when we're dying out here. <sighs> Absolutely. That, that sounds like a good time yep. for it. Perfect. <laughs> All right. And Buddy kind of like dips his head like, thanks for Bari. Um, have a good night. You too, Buddy. He and dips back into his room. Um... And I will actually, I guess, um, describe a little bit as well. Um, whoever we're staying near, Birdie. Um, but I imagine probably at least Anya over the last couple of days would be able to hear <laughs> and piece this together. Um, how Birdie's been spending most of his, day his days because um, the other three were kind of um, like working on intrigue stuff and like their own things. I'd be curious to know what other like little things they've been doing. But um, for Bertie, um, he was, as we figured out, he's been um, kind of, oh, number one, he has been very reluctantly using sending to check in on his staff to see how his shop is going. I assume it has not burnt down, Darby. Uh, no, it's it's in, yeah, it's it's going reasonably well. Cool. Like, there's, buddy, there's been yeah. no, like, big, amazing uh, sales, but That's it's, fine. it's doing business as they've discussed Bertie is getting them to get them their finance reports excellent um he has also spent his time uh praying which is strange for Bertie because he's never had a great relationship with religion um but he's trying to get back into having a bit more of a, a an okay relationship with God maybe um it may yeah but back he's been doing habit. that to <laughs> oh god ah dm disinspiration for you darby um but yes it's been praying to kind of uh focus that magic into re-summoning his book which is what he showed everyone um and but yes uh i'd say at least anya would be able to hear um most mornings birdie spends like even most mornings or periods after any kind of slumber sort of waking up in a blind panic um uh would be able to pass this but clutching his neck his stomach and then whipping around to look for something someone breathing hard breathing harder as his brain catches up with instinct he spends time quiet presumably going over magic testing how everything feels reshaped frantically trying to shape new spells that will help he spends time, as he said, training um, on a training dummy that just appeared in Bertie's room. He didn't ask anyone for one, so who knows where he got it from, uh, much like a mirror that appeared at another point. Training sounds fierce and heavy and a bit reckless, but it has that same finesse of his training in the past, which he did a bit while Anya was staying at his house. Um, 
but it was it it kind of I imagine over the time skip here he'd been doing training sometimes and then kind of petered out because he didn't need to do any combat but then he'd go through bouts of where he would want to do that or he would he might have even asked I need to train with him for a bit um and similarly with Caius as well um but that's um he hadn't been doing as much but this is the same kind of finesse just a lot more intense um so those are the sorts of noises <laughs> that people would hear um and he's also been spending time um i suppose he would have also been at some point manifested a um a blade um dagger i believe um okay. as a gift from fethus which yeah. is um yeah and you I'll, can, um yeah. So you yep. can merge that blade into any weapon you have, if you so desire, or you can just simply have it as an offhand weapon if you choose to forego Caius's shield. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, so Barry's going to spend some time with that as well. And yeah, but he is, as with like the, the weight shift of how he's been doing training, it, it makes it very clear he's trying to learn how to use a shield. Um, so there we go. That's what Bertie's been doing. I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> um, Anya would have still been spending a lot of time up on the roof. Um, she has been catching sleep every now and then. Um, however, it's more during the day um, or early morning that she'll take her trance. Um, while they have been in this place and of an evening she has still been listening intently um and as much as she has extended some trust to Yadel um she has still been uh trying to observe and listen throughout the night for any ways that that may change um, and any form of discourse within um, within the ranks themselves, uh, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. While also keeping an ear out for Bertie in particular um, and how he has been managing and um, when she can hear that he's keeping busy and that he's training, she relaxes a little bit um, more. And while she does still leave Bertie um, food without asking or um, has stuff delivered up to his room, um, she does it a little less forcefully in the way that it is an, an abundance. It's just like a regular normal amount of meals and it's her own little way of backing off a little bit. <laughs> All right. Does she pick anything up, Darby? Um, probably nothing significant. Yeah. No. It's only been a couple of days. So. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we go to the next morning and into the Nautiloid? Um, could Newman fashion together a signet ring by any chance? It's, um, just, a it's just adventuring gear. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say uh, that's definitely something that you could easily do. Awesome. Thank you very much. That's it. And then uh, something will happen in the morning when he wakes up. Okay. An infusion. All right. All right. So, you get to the next morning and you all meet at dawn. Um, so, who is the first to speak? We all stand there silently looking at each other because none of us want to speak. Uh, no, I can imagine Anya um, would have actually taken her trance at a reasonable hour um, this time, probably a probably a cheeky little 12 till 4am deal and she's up with um, and has had food already um, and as soon as she sees the others oh not sees but as soon as she can hear the others approaching and coming down um, she sort of goes up to each of them and she's like you've eaten and you have everything you need. Yes? Of course. We'll yeah, I've had something. Um, I need to do one thing before I go. Um, but I'm pretty much ready. Of course. Do you need help? No, it'll be okay. okay. I need to talk to someone real quick. That, that won't take long. <laughs> Oh, of course. Newman, are you... Have you eaten? Are you ready? Uh, yeah, no, good to go, good to go. Um, you'll see that Newman is stuffing some things into his bag. One kind of looked like a lantern, and then he put a ring on his finger, which is a ring with lots of... Um, I'm guessing just a lot of, like, arcane scribes around the ring. Newman just out here proposing to himself real subtly. <laughs> um, yeah, look. Um, now, I know that um, I don't really have the room for it right now. I was tossing and turning between it, and I think I'm just going to leave it for now. Um, but um, I have this ring if anyone wants it, and maybe, Ross, this would work for you. I, it is it is one of those items that you have to spend a bit of time with. Um, and maybe it's a bit late to give it to you now to, because we're about to go do something dangerous. But um, maybe if you spent a night with this, um, it'll just refresh one spell slot. I know it's not much, but... Um, it's just something that I thought I'd investigate, and yeah, it turns out it's going to be one of those magic items that you sort of have to become quite familiar with it. Um, so yeah, it'll it'll um, give you back one spell slot of third or lower. Would that be of benefit to you at all? Oh, it um could be. Uh, I would have to. Unattuned from something else, but 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Is can, does the pro outweigh the con of replacing it with something else? Um, I have something I can, I can, I could use it if no one else needs it. But yeah, I'll do that tonight. Awesome. Um, Newman will give you a spell refueling ring. Aww. Um, so, um, he takes it off his finger and he gives it to you. Um, and, yeah, no, apart from that, he's all good to go. describes this to Anya. Um, so yeah, um, I'm all eaten, ready to go. Wanted to make sure I'd be up nice and early this morning, so I went to bed early last night. Um, how's everyone else doing? Fit as a fiddle. Fit as a fiddle? Excellent. Well, uh, what's the plan? Just walk in, bite some squids, salt some faces. I, uh, we spoke about this. I don't think the salt thing is anything, Newman. But if you want to salt yourself, that's... Uh, I, I won't stop you. <laughs> I mean, it's well, a more preferable condiment than, like, mayonnaise, so I suppose if it's salt, that's fine. Um, it's sticky for the fur. Darby, can we please have it so that Newman organised last night to take, like, uh, a fair bit of salt from the tavern that we're staying in? Like, organised, not stealing. Um, I imagine salt isn't that hard to come by. Just but, put the complimentary uh, salt sachets. Yeah, just so everyone's aware, <laughs> uh, I have got salt for everyone if you change your mind. And I will be testing my theory. I feel like I'm quite confident. Okay. Well, can't hurt her, I guess. I'm just I'm just trying to see. So you 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 manage you manage to be able to have a like a just a small pound bag of salt. So that's about half, a little under half a kilo. Yep. That's fine with me. Newman. I I commend your innovative thinking. You are always so innovative. I, uh, I appreciate that about you. And I need you to um, know that when I say what I'm about to say next, it is not coming from a place of uh, meanness or of lack of respect for you. Yes? Yes. Have you ever been to the ocean? Yes. <clears throat> what, um, what mayhaps is the ocean made up of? Uh, salt water. Salt water, yes. And do you know where squids are most commonly found? Yeah, in the, in the ocean. Yes. Okay, as long as you know that, um, going in, this is going to be um, I suppose it can't hurt. But just think, Anya, concentrated salt. Salt that has been processed and 
as far as we're aware, these squids might not be the same kind of squids we're talking about. In fact, I could I... almost guarantee they're not the same kind of squids. I'm just saying I've never heard of a squid being impervious to... Uh, it's worth a shot. I just needed to establish that you did know that. Yes, thank you. And yes, I was telling myself that for about two hours last night, that it is worth a shot. Uh, we're talking about uh, irreversible um, tentacle disease. So I don't particularly want to... Yeah, that's what we're dealing with. So I'm going to take every avenue I can to avoid being in that situation. Okay. Meanwhile, Bertie, what was your... Oh, but he's gonna really quickly duck out. Um, he, I, I forgot to mention also, he's um, got his backpack. He's got, uh, he was just like in pretty casual plain clothes um for most of the last couple of days. Um, but he is all ready, and he's got like his armor on. Um, he's got um, his little backpack. He's kind of found a way for at the moment to like chuck Hash's shield on which is would look pretty ridiculous because it's big <laughs> um on his like back at this point um and he's got his coat on as well but he's um he's like made, excused himself and he's ducked off really quickly to uh the stables okay yeah he just uh and um he is going to quickly locate uh teddy All right. yeah you're able to find teddy easily enough excellent and he like pops in and like Hey, uh, I don't even know if you can understand me, but I think we get it. <laughs> Sorry I haven't checked in before. I heard apparently Newman, um, was having a chat with you at some point. Um, but, uh, you know what's happened. Yeah? <laughs> um, he, pat he pops in close and he, like, um, he, like, pats, uh, like nozzle, like a nose pat. Um, Betty knows Teddy very well. Um, he's gone. He went to get him, <laughs> um, and he's um, flown on Teddy frequently. Uh, Caius and Bertie have gone flying um, just around Dorham. They've gone on, like little camping trip, and like Bertie's flown next to Teddy and stuff like that. They've spent a lot of time together. Um, so Bertie kind of just like pats him and then just kind of like. Uh, presses his like forehead um up against like uh teddy's forehead i suppose yep a very true horse girl moment i suppose um and he's like i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna get him back i'm gonna go away for a bit but i'm gonna come back i'm gonna bring all of kaius's friends back safely and then i'm gonna get kaius i can't get him yet but i feel I feel like he's still he's still alive, and that means that I need to go get him. So when that happens, I'll let you know, okay? But not this time. So you gotta stay here and be safe. But I promise you, we're gonna be together again, okay? <laughs> okay, you hang tight. These are pretty cramped stables. My goodness, Mulesley would hate it here. <laughs> You take care, okay? We'll get him back. I gotta believe that. And then, um, Bertie will probably have saved 
something from Anya's fruit basket. I can't remember what Teddy likes eating. I'm pretty sure it's whatever. Um, because unfortunately, again, he has spent time around Bertie and Caius. Um, and Bertie has strange ideas of what horse-like creatures like to eat. And Caius is Caius. So <laughs> maybe an apple. I don't know. Um, that he's carefully cut up, which is what you should do maybe. for a horse. <laughs> um, and he gives him that and then he kind of just like nods he's like okay I'll be back and then he's going to go rejoin the party alright so you'll regroup and make your way towards the centre of the city and uh, can I get everyone to roll me stealth checks as you make your way towards okay. Alex's lair Um, it'll come up as a 22 on Beyond, but it's a 27 because of Anya's yeah. thingy. <laughs> uh, that's a 24 for Ross. Courtesy of uh, my new dice. A 19 for Bertie, um, with, with advantages in the, the coat that Newman made for, for him. <sighs> Which he would have had to turn inside out <laughs> real quick. You are muted, Jake. Yeah, Jake, you're muted um, and you're dirty in stealth mode now. Stealth. Um, so Newman uses guidance and rolls a 33 as well. So very appropriate that you are muted. Um, yeah. Um, Jake just disappeared from existence. <clears throat> he rolled that high. But he will use this opportunity just to check how everyone's going um, stealthily. Um, and if he sees anyone like falling behind, he will instead use guidance on them. If uh, Hang on, no, I don't believe he can do that. Can he? Can he use guidance no, on other people? You can't, no, you can't. Well, you can, but it's not a... It's it's a preemptive thing. You can't... Um, oh, no, 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 for the next... Yeah. If there's any further stealth checks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you managed to make it to uh, the centre of the city and you're able to access uh, through, through careful timing to avoid the, the patrolling guard um, are able to get quick access to the portal into Zalex's lair. Okay. Yeah, um, what do we see upon sticking our little faces through? <laughs> also, people near Bertie would notice he's very tense um, before we go through the portal. Um, so the 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 tower um, or the the kind of small building that uh, leads into the uh, the area. Um, is kind of a deep blue with these uh, these purple tendrilous tentacles kind of wrapped around it, uh, meeting and overlapping at the front to form almost like a door. Um, and you look through and pass through the door to see this... Uh, th 
it's it's almost like if any of you have ever seen like insides it's like you're on the inside of like a um of an intestine almost it is it is fleshy it is round um but there's also sort of mechanical elements to it as well as there are these sort of fleshy tendrilous uh sections of piping that kind of jut in and out of sections of the wall affixed with iron bands and can i get a marching order Okay, we'll meet Dungeon was an accurate term. You guys predicted correctly. I truly wish we hadn't. This uh, does not seem pleasant. No. No. I... Anya, we're probably lucky you can't see right now. Basically, think... Well, you've killed lots of things in very terrifying ways. Guts. Yeah. In them. The, the magic here feels nauseating, so I can only imagine what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, well, actually, quickly then, Betty will, um, when Anya says that, um, because he's probably like leaning, leaning close to everyone to whisper about the gross intestine walls. Um, he's like, hey, um, well, hopefully this will work. I can't concentrate on this forever, so, but maybe it'll just help you for a little bit. And he, um, uh, touches Anya's wrist. In a similar way to how he usually touched, like, Kaius and be like, you're, he- you're getting healed. No, <laughs> no question. <laughs> um, and he's like, it's okay. Just a little spell. Maybe this uh, will... Yeah, I... Yeah. If I don't want you to... Use your spells. It won't. It's just a cantrip. Use your magical energies. Whatever (laughs) canonical way they would say that isn't better. Yeah. Uh, Betty is just going to cast Guidance on Anya. It's basically just so that... um, uh, Which is just Guidance, but it's basically just like... Does that feel a bit better? Uh, Yes, I can... Or is it like when you like try to take something because you just had something gross and it's like actually worse because it's like too sweet after? Uh, no, by the way, I... I can drop concentration anytime. <laughs> uh, no, I. It's comforting, like like having a friend there, which I guess it is. <laughs> Good. That's what I hoped it would do. Yeah, it's pats on the arm and steps back. You marvel at the horrible meat dungeon. <laughs> uh, Newman's first in marching order. Uh, he's not phased. Um, you essentially get the feeling like if you're looking at me, it's just like he like shrugs it off, like, yeah. Been in worse situations. I've stayed the night in a bear's gut before, kind of, kind of thing, like, yeah, whatever. Well, you guys Newman's just that. nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as if we are entering the dungeon, Newman will put on the mask and he will also salt his blade. <laughs> Zuh. 
Um, Anya will similarly, uh, she'll put on her goggles um, or visor, whatever it is. Um, She's also going to um, reach into her pack and rip up just a couple of pieces of cloth and she's going to stick them up her nose. Fair. Fair. Um, so where in the marching order roughly will Anya be? Um, unless there are any arguments from, um, Ravari, Sam or Birdie, Anya will probably go more towards the back to sort of protect behind them and she falls back and is like I will um keep an ear out in case anyone well I should be able to hear the portal if something happens yeah that's important um yeah (laughs) I'll um I'll go in the middle and then uh, that way I can cover both bases so if anyone needs help, I will be there. Because I'm a pretty good swordsman, actually. So, um, yeah, this will be fun. Yeah. And Ross, where do you want to fall in the... Um, she would also be in the middle. Yeah. Uh, dealer's choice as to whether she's in front or behind of Bertie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, uh, I'm assuming that she would probably tell Sam to like go on the other side of Birdie so Birdie is truly yeah. in the middle yeah. um, so I'm assuming Newman, Sam Birdie, Ross, Anya probably yeah, Newman, Sam, Birdie, uh, Ross, Anya yes. yeah. and then Ross is also very quickly going to look at Birdie and just kind of go for a bit of an edge and just kind of tap his shoulder and she's casting uh Protection from evil and good. All right. Oh, thank you. Since mind flayers count as aberrations. Yes, they do. Ah, yes. So that gives nice. Betty advantage on any attacks, or and gives the mind flayers disadvantage. Uh, and also, it didn't cost her a spell slot because it's through her tambourine. So. Heck yeah! Thank you. I will write that down. Um, people will also kind of notice as a feeling, people that are closest to Birdie, like within about 10 feet of him, just feel a little bit more capable for some reason. Just feel a bit of that strange uh, energy that's radiating off him. Just a little bit more capable. Find out if we get to use that at any point. But it's just another strange magic feeling that everyone's feeling. So I think it's probably really a smorgasbord right now. I think Anya would probably be clinging a little bit to the feeling of Birdie's magic um, and the familial over um, the gross magic she feels around her. And um, in a very, maybe a few months ago, um, it would have all been very overwhelming, but I think because she spent that much time with Birdie, instead of being overstimulated by all of the magic, she is able to focus on the comfort of his magic. For the time being, anyway. Um, So, as you travel along this kind of uh, tubular corridor, 
um, you notice a couple of things. One, there are there are quite a few of these uh, kind of additional sections of piping that kind of jut out from the walls and the floor at different points. Uh, but there are also these uh, purple crystal-like formations at different points along the way as well. Um. We don't sit, uh, Bernie's also going to be, uh, forgot to mention as well, we're going to be keeping close eye out to make sure there's no, like, um, security little cams or anything like that. The fantasy security cameras, little red crystals. Okay. Um. Uh, roll me an investigation check. Okay. Um. Well, that was not good. Um, his investigation is a plus six. Okay, 15. 15. Okay. Um, so you don't see any sort of uh, security here, like the, the security that you saw in, um, in Kira's lair. Cool. Excellent. However, he looks a little bit more relieved, but he's still very on edge. <laughs> however, you do notice uh, skittering around jutting from crystal structure to crystal structure what appears to be a brain with four legs. Hey, everyone, um, Sam, Newman. Uh, Sam, has it also onto Newman? There's something over there. What, what do you think it is? It's like, it's... It, it, it just, it just does, but it's like a rat, but it's like a brain. It is a brain, I'm pretty sure. That was on the checklist of things. Yes. Everyone, there's a brain wandering around. Just a heads up. Should we kill it? I feel like we should kill it. I believe they said don't go poking brains. Perhaps that's good point. what they meant. There should be, you know, like, the conch, the conco should be a lot more specific because, like, poking could mean, like, poking with a finger, or it could mean poking with an arrow, like, you know, <laughs> it's very, very vague. Either way, be careful. It's kind of skittering around. Um, yeah. Also, there's a lot of weird flesh pipes on the walls that look a bit like something. So, uh, that's just, I just gotta mention that. It's very weird. <clears throat> well, thank you for the visual, Bertie. Um, <laughs> I usually very much appreciate uh, when you describe things for me. Um, maybe don't while we're here. Yeah, no, um, unless fair. it's vital to my life. Absolutely, you don't want to do. <laughs> we'll stop talking about that or making any comparison to my toy collection. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Would oh wow. <laughs> would would Newman have any knowledge of these brains? Would Drakar perhaps have mentioned anything about uh, these brains or anything like that? Roll me an Arcana check. Absolutely. That is a twenty-six. 26. So these brains, uh, you would have heard of them as things called intellect devourers. Uh, and they basically are kind of... They were described earlier as pets. Um, that's putting it lightly. They're pets, but they're also spies of sorts. So they will uh, essentially 
replace the brain of, so they will devour the brain of a ho of a potential host and replace the brain within the body and puppet it. And they, uh, I, I guess as you say pets, I'm guessing they take orders. Do they think independently or? No. So independent thought is very, very rare for, um, for my, like mind flayer colonies. Um, they are a hive mind, quite literally. Uh, typically with an elder brain at the center. And can they see? Yes. Right. Sort, sort of. They have a sort of blind sight. Blind sight. And one more, one more thing I'll try and fish out. Communication. Can they make a noise? Can they communicate? Hive mind, sort of. They have a, a degree of telepathy. Okay. So, um, just so you're aware, we really don't want to deal with these things if we can avoid it. They're part of a hive mind. Now, I'll say that Newman is talking through the um, open channel. Um, That's right, we have those. Yeah, um, they're part of a hive mind. They can talk through a sense of telepathy. However, they can't see much. Essentially, they can see you when you're very close or when they run into you. I won't tell you what they're used for mainly, but essentially they're spies for the Illithids. So if we can avoid them, we should. Okay, cool. We better be very careful then. Um, quick question to Darby. How well lit is the um, hallway? Um, not particularly. Like, it's not dark, but it's not bright. I, like, it, it's fairly dim lighting here. It's not okay. so dark Dim that light. you're Dim. having to... It's not so dark as you're basically looking grayscale as an elf, but yeah. um, it is quite dim. Excellent. Cool. When I find the future, I will bring that up. But for now, other people can do things. Um, so, yeah, we can, we can still see relatively okay, I'm guessing. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you do notice um, as you walk through that there are different points within the corridor where it's sort of there. There are sort of uh, um, almost almost like fleshy irises. Um, so. Uh, of of like a camera or a similar mechanism that that can uh, potentially open up and in fact you notice them um, a couple of times from the shadows you notice um, occasionally a uh, an intellect devourer will duck past and through one of these um, these sections that will open as this circular doorway and close up 
as it goes past again. Do I even want to know what that noise is? I mean, um, I didn't want to say it, but it, uh, you could... I think it... those are the doors. Okay, okay, I've got to say it. They kind of look like... You don't, you actually don't have to say it. You actually... <laughs> I, I got the picture from the toys comment. So the flesh wall... Yeah. Opening up. And their doors. Mm-hmm. Do we have to go through? through those doors to get to where we need to go. I mean, you guys are the spies, but, um, we may have to. They look... Hopefully they're not sticky. I guess we'll find out. Um... And Ravari, Newman, you definitely like Karas. Yes, you don't want (laughs) Karas to fall to destruction. You're sure about that? I am less sure with every passing second. Anya says, and then, uh, I'm not Anya, Ross says that. <laughs> <laughs> and she then broadcasts through the earrings like, if I'm Anya and you're Anya, who's driving the bus? <laughs> she does the equivalent of like the slash J, like in her thoughts <laughs> when she says that. Okay, so along this kind of twisting corridor, um, there are, other other than the one that you entered through, there are three uh, kind of portways. Three, uh, for want of a better word, sphincters. Um, which there has you... to be a better word. There has to be. <laughs> I... There's I... I... sure there's plenty I... of better words. <laughs> sphincters. Hey, there we go, that's better. Sphinx doors. Oh, he holds up Roger's thesaurus to the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Bertie, however, has a very strange look on his face while we're looking at these. The mayonnaise episode just feels like nothing. (laughs) Like, what 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 was that? There was nothing. So, um, there's... So there are three of them. The furthest one and the closest one from the entrance are um, wider than the the one in the middle of the three. <laughs> this is Bernie the ep- this is this opens is... his mouth but says nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode that breaks us. <laughs> um, I will say briefly, very like. Okay, um, I will not describe the things I'm thinking right now. Instead, I'm just going to give everyone a heads up that I'm going to try a thing, but I will still be here, okay? If it works. Just as a heads up. Um, and then anyone that looks at Bertie, he's going to kind of, um, oh, number one, he's going to sweep up his uh, sword um, with a spell slot first. Because I keep thinking to do that out of combat. And I presume we will have some flesh-based combat. Bernie presumes this anyway. Um, so I'm going to soup it up, most likely with Radiant, because that's most of the magic I have. Uh, oh no, um, 
Yeah, no, Radiant, we'll do that. Um, and then he is going to kind of like find a way to like hold that carefully. And with the other hand, he's going to do the two-fingered tush. Um, and he's going to like focus really hard, like he's been training for a little while. And he's going to um, disappear because I have one with the shadows, which is in dim or dark lighting. I become invisible using an action. So Gifter and Fethus. Yeah. So there we go. I presume that works. And Bertie just like kind of like the black, similar to pretty much what Bertie used to do ages back when he had um, the little dust spell that made everyone like blend in with the shadows. Bertie kind of like just um, like shadows just like weave around him and then he is not visible anymore. And then in the earrings is like still here. So don't worry. Well, that is a good trick. Yeah, I've been working on some stuff. Anyway, which horrible, disgusting orifice do we want to walk through first? Uh, probably the biggest one, I'd say. Just at a guess. Probably a good idea. We I do would that. rather not go through any, but the big one sounds fine. I guess. Yep. Right. Okay. So I guess we. Sam is just silent with disgust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so the biggest one is probably the one at the furthest end of the corridor, um, and so you make your way through. Um, and you notice the door, the, the doorways don't open as you pass them. I do just want to take this moment to commend you, Darby, for really, truly, um, and sorry to any of you that are using audio only, but for truly making the map tiles look like an intestine in just the worst way possible. <laughs> Like it's too, it's, too realistic, and the red lighting too. Just yeah, it's amazing what delicious. can be done with, with terrible with like curved <laughs> warlock tiles and a pink light. And strange things you have attached to the walls that look yes. very phallic. Yeah, um, have we progressed in the physical setup you got there. <laughs> yeah. Um, or are we still where I, we, we where we are. So yeah, so you can progress. Through, uh, um, and yeah. So getting through to that last door, as I said, there is, yeah. The the doors do not immediately open for you. So, our options are to pierce through, wait for another brain to pass through, and go through at the same time hopefully without being detected or perhaps waiting for one to get through and somehow holding it open. Oh, Feel free God. to suggest other ideas for that little logo. They don't open for I us. I think maybe if we're on guard we can wait for a brain. Let's go with option number two then. Okay. Yep. That sounds mm. like the least gross option for now. Again, I totally won't describe what this looks like, but you can guess, Anya. 
I appreciate your silence, Bertie. Just this once. Um, how long did the door stay open for when we observed the brain going through earlier? Um, there, there would have been enough time for you to make your way through it. And how thick did the door seem? Probably about maybe four inches. Okay. The wall, the wall, the door itself, like the the um the diameter of the door, it of the doorway itself is probably about. It would be big enough for any of you to pass through, though. Cool. All right, we'll go with that. Everyone be stealthy as you can. We do need to get pretty close to a brain. Alright. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, Newman will keep on casting guidance on himself for any checks that he needs to do. Uh, because he's up the front. Is Birdie... Who's behind um, Newman again? Uh, Sam is directly behind Newman. Then Birdie, then Ross, then Anya. And how did Sam go last... Um, Last stealth check. Uh, he did pretty well. Like cool. he's, he's, yep. He'll yeah. just use it himself. Cool. Okay. Alright. Um. Wait. So, I... Look. These, these things are incredibly dangerous. But they are also incredibly fragile. So, you, you would be more than capable as a group of, like, immediately stopping one if you wanted to. So, the question is, are you going to watch for it to pass or are you going to kill it as it comes past? Um, Newman had the intention of waiting for it to go past and we simply follow it. Hopefully not alerting anything else. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think that was the plan, was for us to stealthily stay out of its way. All right. The less notice and then, we can give, the better. Yeah. Follow it. So, so it's so eventually a brain skitters past. Um, uh, just say, yeah. No, I won't ask you to roll for that. I rolled pretty poorly on its perception, um, not noticing you, um, and yeah, and you're able to very quickly um, follow its trail to. Uh, enter into the next uh, room um, beyond it, which let me grab my notes up for it. Over the earrings, everyone would hear gross, 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 gross. All right, so. Again, I'm not gonna make no comment. It's just. Oh, it's unpleasant. All right. So, the room that you enter now has has one entrance that you can see from here, but also a couple at um, kind of higher heights that you can't naturally traverse to. Um, Newman, you're aware that Illithid can, uh, can float and fly, so they 
probably traverse through those in that fashion. Um, in this room, um, there are several sections of this of this same piping that you have seen throughout. Um, there is also the biggest thing you notice is a large um, sort of circular pool um, opposite, on the side opposite the door. Um, and that is um, slightly protruding up over the top of it is uh, you can see the top of a giant brain. I think we found the elder brain. Okay, gross. This is very gross. Hmm. Yeah. That's a big brain. You notice the, um... The elder brain, oh, not the the intellect devourer, skitter up to the elder brain, and then skitter back along the walls and up through one of the uh, the upper doors. Right. Um. Uh, is there any information you might know on the elder brain? Because he knows about the little brains. Maybe they're a little bit dumber, but the elder brain perhaps has a little bit more abilities to itself. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so Romina Arcana check. Absolutely. So this one uh, is a 23. <clears throat> okay. He's mainly going for how sneaky do we need to be around this and should we take care of this now or later? Um, so, most Elder Brains, uh, are simply a, from, from what you've heard, most Elder Brains would have been aware of you the moment you entered. They are aware of creatures within five miles of them with any sort of meaningful intelligence. Um, and, uh... They are, they are quite dangerous, probably not as dangerous as Zelix themselves, but still quite dangerous. Um, they are typically the, the central uh, hive mind of the Illithid colony. Um, and are fairly immobile. Not completely, but fairly immobile. This uh, big brain. If Newman, you said they were a hive mind, right? Yeah, this is the one, most likely. If we, and she's saying this over the earrings. <laughs> I just very specifically want to know um, if we kill the big brain, does that damage the small brains? Would it be worth us 
it might make things easier. Perhaps, but why happen? are we here? We're here for Selix. There's every chance that killing the Elder Brain just means we bring the hive to us. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Another door then? To be honest, I'm not sure why, but this should be aware of us right now. But it, as far as Newman's aware, it's not giving off any signals that it knows we're here? Um, not at this stage, no. So we should move on quickly. And if it knows we're here, that kind of defeats the purpose of the little, keeping away from the little ones. Does concern me somewhat. Um, cool. Um, so Numa's going to do a quick take around the room. There's no other entrances or exits. Uh, unless you've got access to flight or levitation, no. He does. Okay. In that case, there are two uh, doors up, basically on the ceiling. Where they lead to, you don't know. You touch a willing creature, the target gains. Da, da, da. So ugh, it's only one person. Uh, uh, does anyone else have fly or levitate or anything like that? I do. I've got. We can always just go back and try the other doors. Maybe... Maybe... they all lead here. To go back, we have to wait for another brain to come through. Darby? Yes? Considering we've now seen several little brains skittering mm. about. Is there any kind of consistency as to how they open the doors? Is it like a sensor or is there like a certain little way their little legs skitter it, that it appears something? it appears that they basically appear by the door. It opens for them. Then it closes briefly after they depart. Brain club. <laughs> Brain club. Um <sighs> I could potentially try something harmless that would not indicate any kind of harm but might be able to get us out quickly. We can give it a try. Hmm. I've just realized there's a loophole in another spell I have that might... Ooh, loopholes are fun. <laughs> but I don't know if I want to do that. Well, we will uh, take a break, and then when we get back, okay. we can decide, because we've been going for a bit here. See you next so, week, everyone. See you next week. Everyone. Yeah, see you next week. Right. Right. So Bye. sorry for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
that. I will just note very quickly, and we will have to cut this particular bit out. Darby, your typing is so loud. I don't know what your sound settings are on, but it is so You're loud. You're going to have to like, cut your audio channel throughout. It, so it's not going to be coming through my audio feed. It's the, okay. the nightmare setup of, of Zoom. Okay. As long as it's not yeah. through your feed, because yeah. that's over all the important dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> 